Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip talks about managing financial pressure. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us and Stonehill Wealth Management. Uh, WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us is a newsletter where I'm literally like writing a book, investing in innovation, uh, and I am uh, educating on on how the economy works. We're on the part where we're going into crypto, how crypto integrates the different aspects of crypto, how it's to do a new economy, and uh, and I'll just be using newsletter to just continue to write deeper and deeper and all around the new world being built. Two hundred bucks a year, twenty five bucks a month. Check it out at wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. So today we are talking about managing financial pressure, and well, you know, financial pressure is something that. Uh, that well first let's explain what financial pressure is right if, actually before i go there let me just talk about it at a high level so fi- financial pressure is just a natural part of um, expansion right so so meaning like uh if you were trying to grow past a certain limitation as you as you approach those limitations uh, there's going to be pressure right and Pressure is natural for growth. I think about pressure as the pain of, of learning something new, right? If you've ever learned something new or if you ever found somebody who's a highly intelligent and learns things seemingly fast and with ease, um, then they go through that, 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 that learning process relatively fast, right? They don't, they don't have a lot of ego. They don't mind, quote unquote, looking dumb, right? They just go through the natural learning curve, learn what they need to learn and continue to do that uh, in multiple aspects of life, right? And so that that period of uh, where you're approaching limitations or the period in, in learning, it would be the period of, 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 of darkness or where you don't know something, um, that's similar to pressure. And so, but, but pressure in and of itself, I would say is neutral. Um, the pain from pressure just comes from, it's like the pain of learning, right? You can either... You can either feel dumb when you learn something new, or you can just go, no, nah, this is a natural part of like, well, I don't know. And so financial pressure from a pain standpoint, which is what typically people talk about and talk about financial pressure, is um, the pain is not uh, a natural or necess- or um, uh, guaranteed part of the process, right? The pain is, or the stress from it, uh, is, is self-imposed, right? Um, the pain comes from, uh, focusing on the conditions instead of uh, how you want to feel about the situation, right? So meaning like um, if you think about finances, uh, we are always good finances or financial security or wealth, you know, I would call um, 
a good quality of life, right? Quality of life is uh, uh, what we're after. And so, uh, and that's a subjective thing. Um, But whenever you feel the negative, whenever you feel the negative effects of financial pressure, it's by saying, oh, I have these certain conditions or I'm in this certain circumstance. And by focusing on uh, conditions, I have a I have a current condition that I don't like. And when the condition is here that you don't like, there's really nothing you can do about it. I'm going to give some examples, but I'm giving the, 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 the big picture. There's nothing you can do about the conditions because the conditions, the conditions are here. But at any moment in time, you can always like feel good, right? You can always appreciate the good quality aspects of life that you that you do have. Uh, the process doesn't have to be painful. Um, going back to the learning process as a as an as a side analogy, it's like when 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 you're learning something new, um, that that period of darkness or ignorance doesn't have to be painful it can actually be joyful because like if you love like if, if you love learning right you just love the feeling of going through the process of learning and and experiencing something new right and so same thing with financial pressure uh ev- every desire to grow or expand is really just uh is really a desire to uh feel good, right? A lot of people think the, or a lot of people perceive the, I, I want a million dollars or I want $10 million or I want whatever your number is, your extra number you have. They, the, the perception is that contains the feeling. Now, that's just the initiator of the journey of feeling good, which the, the journey of feeling good is the, is the, is the goal. Like I, I, I'm going to use an analogy to, to, um, to make a point, right? The, the when I um, had my first, you know, when we had our first child, Malachi. I remember looking at looking at being born and going, "Man, if anybody, if anybody ever doubts a higher power, um, have a kid, right? Because having having a kid that that a life that you were part of creating is just you just go like that couldn't like there's no way to design that process uh, from a <laughs> At a human level, right? Um, that's a that's just a beautiful, unexplainable process that 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 you can be part of, and you can't even put in words how that feels. You know, there's no words to put uh, the way you feel when when you when you experience that, right? And so, um, the uh, divine creator's incentive for creating a life is a pleasurable experience, right? Meaning, we're talking about sex, y'all, right? I'm saying, um, but you look at that and you go, oh, so yeah, so that experience, right? If you, you know, yeah, we want to create the life and that's a beautiful thing, right? But the experience, right? You That, like, I don't know of anybody who want to just, like, cut out the experience of creating life, right? The experience is also, like, the fun, pleasurable part um, of creating a, a life, or or what I call a desire, you know, a desire is a life. Like you bring when you bring to life a desire, right? That's bringing to life and like a bringing to life a new child. And so the journey or the process of creation is like a reward, right? The life is a reward, but like the journey is a reward too. 
And so, so many people in the journey of learning or the journey of uh, expanding their wealth, when you only focus on the condition or the child, like you, you, you miss the pleasure of the journey, right? It's like speeding through that creative process for creating a child. That's not, it's not, not as fun if you like speed through that process, right? The, the longer, the more drawn out the process, the better the experience. Um, and so let's go practical, right? Um, let's talk about home affordability. Um, because that's a good example, and I, cause we're going to apply it. Um, there's a lot of people who are feeling financial pressure around home affordability, and if you if you break down, right, you can a home is where the heart is, right? And that may sound cliche, but like if you if you own it and say, in order for me to feel like at home. I can feel I can feel that feeling unconditionally, right? I can feel like I belong, whether I'm like uh, I can have that feeling if I'm living in in-laws with ten people, or you know I can have that feeling if I'm living in an apartment, right? I mean, technically, if you really own it, you can have that feeling um, living outside, right? Because we used to be hunter and gatherers, right? In our DNA, through our ancestors, they were nomads, right? They lived in tents and they were content and happy. Um, where they were, right? So um, that feeling can be owned as a as a feeling standpoint, and then and then once you get it, you don't feel the pressures or conditions of things having to be that the way you want to be. Meaning, a lot of people are having a problem finding a home because because they're saying, no, this is where I want to live today, right? I want to live in this neighborhood and this area, and. And and so they they feel pressure or they feel stress because their current paycheck is not able to have them live in that current space. And so they so there's pressure, right? But but the current reality is what it is, right? So I go to like own the feeling of where you want, and then you'll be open to if your realtor comes and says, "Hey, there's this nice new neighborhood uh, out here, you know, that's being built." that maybe a lot of people don't live at right now, but it's affordable and you can have a beautiful home where you want. Um, uh, you just got to move out here. You can go, oh, okay, well, yeah. And plus, right, you may work a location independent job, so that may be easy to do. You may work from home already anyway. If you don't work from home, maybe you don't even really love your job and you can find a job where you locate, where you can work from home. And this is a catalyst to move you in that direction, right? This is an urging for you to grow out of your current environment to get you uh, to a more pleasurable experience, right? So you can own the feeling and then you can use the desire to move you down the path that's going to be better for you anyway in the long term that can get you what you want, right? Um, it could also be a catalyst for you to say, uh, well, if I can if I can have a home, uh, home is where the heart is, maybe I can rent in this area that I want to be in and then I can borrow money and then go buy some properties where I don't want to live and then make money off that, right? And 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 both of those options over time will bring you closer to then being able to buy where you want to buy because you've paved the way for it um, by focusing on the feeling, right? We'll go to business income cut example, right? There's a, I, I have yet to date to talk to a business owner that uh, is up to speed with where the world is from a technological standpoint, right? Meaning 
most businesses are operating under old rules and they have expenses that are correlated to those old rules, right? Um, they have income that's also correlated to clients operating under the old rules. Um, and so uh, the pressure that they feel from uh, uh, a loss of income um, currently can be dealt with through rethinking their entire business, right, and upgrading their business. Also, in that example, there are also some businesses where there's just something that happened where you have an image of how your business should be flowing, and uh, and then you have some financial pressures, and you have to just cut some stuff that maybe you thought was the path that you were going to go on, but you can't keep it. It's fine, right? Just accepting things that they are, cutting where you got to cut, and then allowing the the, the the natural order of things to flow um, the way they're supposed to flow is like it's like a unique ability. Meaning, uh, your job is just to do your best to. I heard a saying. A guy was like, it was a, it was a wealthy guy. He was like, look, mom, I don't really like worry about like numbers or having X amount of dollars in the future. I just think about uh, managing money wisely, right? If I just manage my money wisely. Um, then my wealth just keeps expanding, right? And so as a business owner, um, if if your income is less than your expenses, then managing money wisely is figuring a way to get that underneath it, right? Uh, getting that math right and making sure that the expenses that you are investing your money in uh, are as up-to-date with your understanding of where the world is going as it can be. Um, and also understanding that... Y- if um, as a as a business owner entrepreneur, you're always gonna like uh, be in tune with ideas or a vision of where you want to go. That's gonna outstrip your current resources. That's called that's part of being a visionary. That's the gift and the curse of being a visionary. And so, understanding that, you can just be patient and say, "All right, cool. Like, there's no rush, right? I'm all my vision's always gonna see further than my current uh, ability to express it." find let me manage the resources properly where i am and then as more resources come in and more i just continue to manage them properly and then i'll expand to where i want to go uh anyway versus allowing the pressure to be on you which creates a feeling of lack right pressure creates a feeling of lack negativity and then it's hard to it's hard to get from from here to your desire when you've feeling pressure or, or lack, right? Um, business investment losses is an example. Like, you know, uh, some people take big investment losses um, way too hard versus that's just a natural part of learning, right? You you had a uh, you had an idea, you tested your idea, the hypothesis um, was not true in that in that moment, right? It doesn't mean that you were completely wrong, um, but it means like for that moment, timing was off whatever was off your idea was off cool like let that be what it's gonna be but but shake that off and don't carry that uh negative feeling into your next investment right you know uh because you learn something from it and that's a positive that's additive to your balance sheet over the long term Uh, you may not know how the lesson's going to be useful right but it's going to be useful but only take the positive from it Leave out the negative feeling from that emotion. But again, I want to link what I'm saying to the beginning because if you don't own the feeling 
first, then you can't recognize the lesson, right? Because uh, from a learning or energetic standpoint, uh, like attracts light. So, so a pessimist is only going to see the negative in a situation. An optimist is going to see all the positive in a situation. In order to be an optimist, you have to feel good. And a pessimist feels bad, right? So I'm saying you got to activate the eyes you want to see through. And so optimism does that. Feeling good does that. Feeling good literally changes your perception of everything. Um, and so focusing on how you feel right, is the prize because if you can activate the optimistic point of view, then as you go down your journey uh, of, of where you're going, like you're what Warren Buffett says, dancing to work, right? You're like enjoying the whole process. You're feeling good along the way, right? The quote, the setbacks or the pressure um, are neutral. It may knock the pessimist off uh, or make the pessimist upset, but it won't make you upset because you just see it as what it is, the natural part of the learning process. And then you're taking the positive aspects of that and you're enjoying it and you're enjoying it. And so then when you get to your next desire, that's not the big, that's, that's beautiful. And it's like having a kid, like it's awe-inspiring. It's the cherry on top, but like you enjoy the entire process, right? And so then you live in a, in a consistent feedback loop of joy because, right, you got joy on the journey. You got joy by the expression of your desire, right? Then you get joy from birthing a new desire, right? And then it's just, it's just an infinite loop of joy, um, and, and, and it becomes like a, the momentum build because then you, it's like getting, it's like in, intelligence, right? The, the faster you are able to process data with the least amount of resistance, the more intelligence you are. That's what intelligence is, is processing information with the least amount of resistance, right? And, right, the more resistance, the lower the intelligence, right, relative to some other mind. And so, um, um, that's, what this process helps you do is going okay. I can, I can learn faster. I can increase my wealth faster. I can, um, and I'm saying that lightly because if you focus too much on the speed of it, it actually does. It actually builds up pressure. I'm just I'm talking about the result of focusing on the feeling actually lets you move faster. But you can't be super focused on the time period. I know it sounds weird. Anyway, uh, focus on how you feel. Feel good. Uh, and the financial pressure will be what it is um, neutral non-harming and just a natural part of the uh, evolution of your balance sheet until next week y'all enjoy yourselves Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.